Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Yes, it's time to talk about the best episode of the Trader Season 2 that we've gotten thus far, okay? But first, I got a couple of hot topics I want to talk to y'all about. Not really hot topics, but just some stuff that's been kind of percolating in the Bravo sphere for the most part. Except I do want to touch on that Wendy Williams documentary. Lord have mercy, that was sad. But I got some Atlanta casting news. Can you believe more has broken since I dropped that emergency episode on Friday? That's kind of ridiculous. And then I want to talk about... This Brandy, Kate, Andy nonsense, kind of a mess, but we're going to get into it, okay? Before you get into this episode, drop down to the bottom of your screen or the top if you're on Spotify and leave me a five-star rating and review. You know, we love those. It's your new episode of Reality and Comics 2. Let's do it. That's right, you're listening to Reality and Comics 2, the podcast that discusses all things scripted and unscripted TV and film. I'm Kendrick, but most of you know me as your mama's favorite black geek. You want some hot takes about the Real Housewives or Love Island, or maybe you want some hilarious insight on the Marvel Cinematic Universe or HBO's White Lotus or Euphoria. Well, you're in the right place. Grab a cocktail, sit back, and prepare to cuss and fuss right along with me. Let me tell you how it always happens. I sit up and record an emergency episode, and I guess just based on the nature of the game, that's how it's supposed to go anyway, because you record some right as it happens, and then more stuff develops. Let me tell you something. I was joined by Kaya of the Bravo, We're Black podcast and we talked everything about simon and portia's divorce we talked a few casting rumors but nothing major because we didn't know anything else at that point except portia had signed on kenya was reportedly attached and we knew nothing else okay oh don't think else we knew that we knew candy was gone we knew uh uh simon was allegedly scamming and uh, uh, uh what else we know we had we we theorized about some stuff about Maybe Portia picked this moment to come back because she knew she wanted to leave the marriage. You know, we, we questioned a lot of stuff. Baby, let me tell you something. Right, when I say right after we finished recording that episode, news after news after news broke about next season's casting. Well, I'll be damned. Let's first talk about the news that I think we all expected to hear. The first piece of news was both Marlo Hampton and Sonya Richards-Ross have been confirmed that they are not coming back to the Real Housewives of Atlanta. 
Sonya, I don't think, has said anything. Now, she's been posting all about her birthday. She didn't turn 39, you know, posting pictures of them cute-ass kids. You know, she's doing all that, everything except addressing these rumors. So, you know, I can't be in that lady business like that. I don't know that lady like that, okay? I'm going to try to know. I'm going I'm I'm to reach out to her, okay? But anyway, Marlo, on the other hand, it took her a while, but she finally put out a statement this weekend. I think she did it through People Magazine. I'm not sure, but you know they, Chaddy, I was reaching out to somebody. She said, Hamptons, first of all, why you got a name for us? I'm just somebody that's following you on social media. Don't call, don't. <sighs> anyway, Hamptons, my contract with the Real Housewives of Atlanta ended when season 15 wrapped. This break from RHOA is a fresh start, allowing me to, uh, the space to participate in a new creative entertainment project focused on my future and not reliving my past. My nephews are transitioning in the pivotal stages of their academic, who lower, of their academic adolescence. Who wrote this for you, Marlo? And I am focused on my representation in their eyes and getting back to showing my multifaceted lifestyle in philanthropy, fashion, and fabulosity. I am thankful for this amazing platform of Housewives, which has allowed me to bring awareness to foster care, my nonprofit Glam It Up Inc., and showcase my fashion showroom, Lay Archive. I look forward to my continued relationship with Bravo and NBC Universal. I was truly original in the RHO cast. All the best. XOXO Marlo Hampton. P.S. Tag me in your favorite RHOA Marlo moment and I'll share to my story. Marlo, please. Here's the thing. This did catch me off guard a little bit. I'm not going to lie. Not that I expected him to come back in a friend, you know, a, a full-time capacity at all. I kind of assumed that Marlo and Sonya and... As much as I hate to say it, I, I I thought it would have been ignorant if they got rid of Drew, but I was nervous because of, like, you know, some fans don't vibe with Drew. Some love Drew like me. So I wasn't really sure how they were going to go about with Drew. You know, she still got a lot of story to tell on this show. So I was like, I hope they keep her around. She needs to come back. I love this for her. You know, all this kind of stuff. But I, I'm actually shocked that... Marlo won't be sticking around in a friend of, of capacity. Now, maybe it's the, the, you know, the fact that she started as a friend for all these years, went up to being a housewife for two years. Maybe it's just not practical to take her back down to a friend of. I don't know. I mean, we've seen crazier on the housewives, but maybe that's their rationale and they just let her go. But then also I thought, okay, who would she be a friend of? Because both Marlo and uh, <laughs> Marlo and Portia don't get along and Marlo and Kenya don't get along. And that's who they're kind of building this cast around. I, she definitely don't get along with Drew. So there's nobody to bring you back as a friend of. So now that we know more about the cast, uh, it makes sense. You got to go, sis. I'm sorry. There, there's no room for you, Marlo. But I will say you've always given us great fashion. You've given us hilarious moments. But you as a full-time housewife was just a lot sometimes you really kind of you could tell that marlo felt the pressure of delivering a great show and had she had some other people around her maybe it would have worked out but she was really like she always going hard at candy which never made sense to us she couldn't stand kenya either and kenya definitely couldn't stand her it was all just weird like that whole little threesome of sheree uh marlo and sanya was really kind of I don't know. I don't want to say flop city, but it definitely wasn't gag city. You know, Nicki Minaj ain't nowhere around now. Okay, I'm that's just what I'm thinking. I don't know, but we did get some other casting news, and this is a you know okay. Look, this is a leak. We have no way to confirm whether this is true or not. 
I'm kind of hoping it isn't because one of the names that I expected to see on this list is not there. And that very much upsets me. But we got the full cast list leak a few days ago. Now, let me tell you something. Take this with a grain of salt. You know, even the people that sign on to be full-time housewives sometimes don't make it to the end of the season. Sometimes they drop out like that girl did in New York when they did the reboot. Sometimes they just don't deliver. So they get bumped down to a friend of. So we don't know what to think of this cast. But we just know that this is what somebody is touting as the official RHOA cast for next season. They're saying Portia, Kenya, Shamia, in a full-time capacity, which is odd to me. And I didn't think her husband was going to let her film. But anyway, uh, Drew is back, which love that. And then we got three new people, Angela Reed, Akila Coleman, who, if y'all remember, this was Kenya's friend on this past season. She popped up with a lot of different events with her. And I know she's friend with Portia and Ming Lee too, so they all hang out. And then the last one is Britt Eady. Edie, Eddie, I don't know, but whoever the hell that is. And then they're saying Sheree has been dropped down to a friend of. Let let me <laughs> let me address that first. Sheree, I think that if you could have delivered more on the traders the way Phaedra is doing, I really think that you could have solidified yourself a little bit in better standing on this show. Sheree, I'm I'm not just sure what you give on TV no more. You're great TV, like, a lot of the time, but it's usually when you're in conflict. If it's just you, Sheree, you're kind of boring. And there's nothing wrong with that. Boring means good, simple life. That's okay, but it doesn't make for good reality TV. And I don't know. You on the traders is just not what any of us thought it was going to be. We were expecting, you know, I don't know. I guess we were expecting, like, uh, who go check me, boo, Sheree, or... uh uh. Uh, Candy, are you a lesbian, Sheree? Well, she didn't say that that was Marlo, but still. <laughs> but still. I don't know. We were just expecting a lot more. And instead, we getting, uh, I'm snacking. That's Sheree. That ain't, the, that ain't, the, I'm snacking. Not that Sheree, okay? That is not the Sheree. I'm snacking. Not that charade. This is not the charade that we was expecting to show up to the traders. And Fader just kind of stole all your thunder. And that's okay. That's okay. If we had to predict, like, who's going to give us better TV, we probably would have predicted Phaedra. Just the way the cookie crumbles, unfortunately. Since we're on the subject, next thing I want to address, why is Phaedra not back on this show? Maybe it's just too early to, to have worked out her contract. Maybe they got a solid thing right now and they want to go ahead and start filming. I don't know, but it would be a fool to let Phaedra stay on Married to Medicine where she's not thriving because that cast is already loaded. They already got years and years of history. It just is what it is as a situation. Why not capitalize on Phaedra being the hottest name in reality TV? Y'all constantly doing all these compilations about her, everything. Everybody is loving and rooting for Phaedra on the Traders. Why in the world not capitalize it and put her back on the show that you're trying to get ratings back up for? This show has been your money maker for a decade, like over a decade. Like this was your number one show on the, like for years on Bravo. And if you want to get it back to that, put Phaedra back on here with the girls and just let them do what they do. Like what? I don't know. I don't get this, but again. We got to take this casting list with a grain of salt. We don't know if this is true. This is just an, you know, a blind item that somebody was confirming is 100% accurate. But even 100% accurate, we don't damn know. We're going to say it's 99.9%.
third and final thing I want to address because I really don't know. I don't know half of these people. So, well, I know most of them. As two of them I don't know on the list. But uh, the, the only thing I want to address because I'm actually okay with a lot of new people being in the mix. As long as it wasn't a complete reboot, I still want to recognize most of the cast. But I did think at least two or three new people was important to get this show back on the road. Why the hell is Ming Lee not on this list? Now, I told you, I, I feel like I exclusively reported in the podcast world, at least, that Ming Lee had signed on. Now, am I a liar? Sometimes. But I don't feel like I was lying this time, okay? I just think that we, you know, this list ain't accurate and they gonna tell us about it at some point. I don't know. I need Ming Lee of Snob Life, Rick Ross's uh, uh, ex-girlfriend, uh, overall baddie, uh, rich, rich, rich. I just need her to be on this show because I've been wanting it for a long time and I think that we've earned it and we deserve it. I'm just saying. I don't know if, if, if Bravo Andy is listening to this, but if you are, Andy, Andrew... Not to be confused with uh, uh, Anderson Cooper. I need you to go ahead and sign on the dotted line with Ming Lee next to her name. I want you to personally be her producer, okay? I, I, I need... Oh, speaking of which, this is something that me and Kaya touched on the other day on the last episode. I wonder if production company has been switched to or if it's going to be the same. I feel like if they're doing all this like recasting, I feel like a new production company is almost inevitable too. I wonder, y'all got any suggestions? Look, if you follow me on Spotify, if you're listening on Spotify, go ahead, leave me a question and answer portion. Go on down over there and tell me who you think should be producing this show. Y'all know it's a lot of great reality TV producers out there. What show has been amazing to you lately that you want to carry that momentum over to the new season of Atlanta? Y'all just let me know. Did y'all watch the Wendy Williams documentary on Lifetime this weekend? I don't know how I feel about this. I got a lot of strong emotions. It's just, it was a lot. Okay, let me, I'm going to kind of go down the list. So, apparently, you know, we were all under the impression that Wendy had just been uh, diagnosed with dementia and aphasia. Apparently, they've been knowing this since 2022. And they just put it out ahead of the documentary. They could have saved, this is correct, they, they could have saved Wendy a lot of headache in the press by telling that information a long time ago and letting people like, you know, not, I don't know, it's, it's icky, but it's like, uh, I hate that they kept it such a secret, but we're still like gallivanting her all around town and, you know, making fodder of her like in the, the newspaper and stuff. I don't know, it's, it's, uh, it's so icky, I don't know. But I hate that this has been going on for more than two years and we're just now finding out about it in the public and had to find out because this documentary is coming out. Apparently, so what I've kind of learned, apparently, I guess they thought this documentary, the family, the reason they participated in it, they thought this was going to be like a road to podcasting kind of documentary, but then it ended up being what it was. It was a four-part thing, like detailing like her you know, her struggle she's having right now, how Wells Fargo got her money tied up, how, uh, you know, she wants to get back out there and work again, but she's not going to be able to, obviously, because of uh, dementia and aphasia. It, it's a lot that it talked about. It, it, oh, I wonder, any of you that watched it, who do you think, do you think there's anybody in her corner right now that's a good person? Me and my mom kind of went back and forth talking about her manager, Will. And we couldn't figure out 
uh, we couldn't figure out which side of the equation is he on. Should we trust this man or shouldn't we? Because it felt like, okay, it felt like he was ignoring a whole lot for a long time. Then he finally was like, no, you're right. Something is wrong. I see it now. And it's like, you just now seeing it, really? Like, now you seeing it? I don't know. It, 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 I don't know whether to trust him. I know damn sure we can't trust, uh, what's the name of the damn publicist she got in there? Published Boots. Y'all know Published Fish. Anyway, Miss Publisher, the one with the toe-up curly wig. That wig was so raggedy, I I couldn't look at it straight on. Her, I don't trust her a bit. That was the one that helped her get on the plane to go to Los Angeles and take that meeting with uh NBC and embarrass herself like that. Like, that is so ridiculous. If I was Will and uh whoever the other lady was he was talking to, them folk wanted the Cuss her ass all the way out. And they cho they chose to keep a cue for them cameras. But you best believe when them lights went out, oh, they was swinging. I know that. They was windmilling and uh and, and <laughs> molly whopping. They was doing all lit up in there. I already know. You can't fool me. This the, this was a lot. This was a heavy-ass documentary. I, I'm be honest with y'all. I teared up quite a few times. Whether she was talking about her mom passing or whether she was talking about, oh, ew, it was just a lot. Her, talking about her mom passing, kind of uh, every time she teared up about something like completely out of the blue, we teared up. It was it was a lot. It was a lot. This documentary was heavy. One of the accusations that came out of it that we found out was that the reason they placed her under conservatorship but not let her family handle the conservatorship was because they were saying that uh, family members were the ones that were appropriating the money. Now, if I'm not mistaken, they were pointing towards like the son saying that he was spending, it was some crazy stuff. Like I think the nephew even said at one point he was spending a hundred thousand dollars a year on Uber eats and all this kind of stuff. But he said, well, I had my mom's permission to spend anything that I wanted to. I'm her child, you know, all this kind of stuff. So I, you know, I, I don't know what's correct. I've heard Kevin Sr., who is uh, the ex-husband, Kevin Hunter, uh, a.k.a. Uh, <laughs> one of them monsters from Monsters, Inc. He said that the sister was appropriating money, allegedly, so she was stealing and, and dealing and killing. I don't know what all was going on. I just know that it feels grimy having, I, like, I feel like I need to take a, a bath or a shot, not a bath. You know, I don't believe in sitting in my own filth, but... I should I needed to take a shower or or go to a sauna and let some stuff just wash off of me. Like you know, I it, it just felt nasty listening and watching this documentary because it's like I feel like I have an unauthorized look into something that I'm not supposed to be looking at. Like I don't feel like there there are so many celebrities you can name who've gone down this path. Bruce Willis is a prime example. He's going through a lot right now. And for a while, they really had, like, you know, we were hearing rumblings for a while that he was essentially what they call, like, a talking head. Like, they would just push him out there. He would read the lines or remember the lines and then, like, kind of nothing else. And we didn't see, like, this stuff up close, though, but it, I don't know. It just feels weird. The constant alcohol usage that they were showing her doing in there or, or demanding alcohol the way she was talking to, like, the staff, talking to, like, the, the girl that does her nails, talking to the publicist about them e-cigarettes. Like, it was them damn blues, child. Them blues be having y'all asses sitting sideways. I don't know what's going on, but it was a lot. That document was a lot. 
it's four four and a half hours actually of your life. So if you want to dedicate it to it, then go watch it. But if you really don't see a need to deep dive into Wendy's business like this, then just get the Cliff's notes from Instagram or or X or Twitter. Or, or, or Pinterest or whatever the hell you go, YouTube, you know. Uh, go ask Risa Tisa to read it to you. Do something, but you don't really need to watch this like that. Oh, I don't know. I, I feel I feel icky. Last story to touch on before I get into the Traders episode nine, the best episode of the season, and easily the most stressful. Lord, Lord, the most stressful episode we've had. Brandy Glanville, accused a drunk Andy Cohen of sexual harassment, said that he was saying all kind of inappropriate stuff to her and said that he was inviting her to watch him have sex with, quote unquote, a Bravo star. Now, look, those of y'all that listen to uh, me on everybody else's podcast, y'all should know by now. We uh, were talking, we were naming all kind of people. I think me and uh, Zell, we were naming Jeff Lewis and Amir from Summer House, all kind of stuff. I talked to Nora about it a little bit. Like, we we talked, it was real ridiculous, okay? We, we set up the name and everybody. Child, come to find out, it was damn Kate Chastain. We thinking this some kind of man he didn't have sex with and telling Brandon to come watch, watch how I top this man. You know, so <laughs> he didn't say that, but, you know, read between the lines. I thought that's what she was saying. Andy Cohen came back and said, the video shows Kate Chastain and I very clearly joking to Brandy. It was absolutely meant in jest, and Brandy's response was clearly communicated. She was in on the joke. That said, it was totally inappropriate, and I apologize. Brandy said, Andy ain't apologized to her. He apologized to y'all, so she don't accept. My thing was, Brandy, you knew we was going to sit up and guess. We was going to put the bottom rumors on every man on bottom. We, I was sitting up thinking, okay, we were like, okay, well, James looked like a bottom. Uh, Tom Sandoval looked like a bottom. Uh, uh, Jax don't necessarily look like a bottom, but he looked like he bottoms. <laughs> we were saying Jeff Lewis. We were going through the summer house people because Kyle, if he don't, uh, Kyle Cook, if he get drunk, he might bottom. Uh, we know we know Carl Rackett. He get down a little bit. We he told us that on the show he used to get down. Uh, Charlie Brown. So we ain't go. Th- we need not too much on Carl. We just saying you know some of the some of the peoples. We she sit up there and let us name everybody in the Bravos verse, and it's a damn woman. That man was not serious about having sex with you. Now, do I think this may end up having repercussions if people don't let it go? Potentially. We talked about how Andy might you know, at some point be stepping down from some stuff because he has been the face of this for so long, but I don't know. I don't see it being a really, really big deal. I think that Brandy is just kind of, you know, she's trying to set the world on fire, at least the reality TV world, every chance she gets because they've been holding this footage hostage of Girls Trip Season 4? Amsterdam, I think is what it is. Yeah, they've been holding it hostage. I didn't look this good though, because then people got a free trip and they had to do nothing. <laughs> got a free trip and didn't have to even uh fight with the audience about the shit. So congratulations, Tamara and Phaedra and Eva and all y'all that went back. Cause Lord Brandon knows she ruined the check for y'all. 
I think I speak for most men when I say we want to have better sex. And for the sake of our partner, we may need to have better sex. The issue is that over-the-counter erection pills contain unregulated chemicals, suggest unsafe doses, and include the risk of several other health problems. That's why I partner with my friends over at Joy Mode. Whether you're looking to spice up your intimate moments or increase your confidence in the bedroom, Joy Mode makes all natural and science-backed supplements dedicated to helping men perform better across all core functions. Their trademark product, the Sexual Performance Booster, is every man's solution for increased blood flow, firmness, stamina, and performance. It's like pre-workout, but for sex. All ingredients have been assessed in peer-reviewed journals, and all ingredients have been studied and researched in humans. It comes in a palm-sized packet like your favorite electrolyte powder. Simply mix with six to eight ounces of water, 45 minutes before sexual activity, and watch the magic unfold. Literally. Redefine your intimacy and go to usejoymode.com for 20% off with code Kendrick. That's 20% off and free shipping with code Kendrick at usejoymode, J-O-Y-M-O-D-E.com. Ingredients with integrity. Joy Mode. Now look, I talk to my listeners all the time. Hell, some of you I've met in person. Some of you I've known my whole life. But let me say this. Based on that, I know some of y'all could use better sex. You remember that time you were telling me when he had your legs up and then he tried to flip you and then you had did that? Yeah, you remember. That was a bad night. Well, no more. Joy Mode makes me feel incredibly alive and ready for action. Plus, I don't need to worry about whether it's safe or not because it's backed by science. Check and check. Whether you're happy or unhappy with your performance in the bedroom, why not perform even better? Not only is it the only supplement you'll need in the bedroom, it also supports blood vessel support, cardiovascular and heart health, blood pressure, and much more. Small enough to fit in your wallet and take with you on the go, it's the perfect travel companion. Go to usejoymode.com slash Kendrick and get 20% off with code Kendrick at checkout. That's 20% off and free shipping with code Kendrick at usejoymode.com slash Kendrick. Great sex solved naturally. Speaking of Kate Chastain knocking boots with Andy Cohen, we pick right up where we left off. Kate is now locked in a dungeon and is given an ultimatum. Join Phaedra as a traitor or die. Kate called Phaedra a sly fox. See, I wonder if she truly believed that she was a traitor or if she was completely blindsided because Kate has been going hard for Phaedra at the round tables. Maybe it's because she don't like Pete. Maybe it's because she think uh, Kevin's stupid. Maybe it's because not my burgalicious was problematic for you. I don't know what it was, but Kate been going hard for her. Kate was probably like, well, damn, I really am bad at this shit. <laughs> Kate accepts, of course, not like she had much of a choice. They go back to the traitor's turret, and Kate is asking Phaedra some questions, and Dan comes up when they're talking about the traitor's history. Phaedra said playing with Dan <laughs> was like eating dry Melba toast. No butter, no jam, no nothing. Let me tell y'all something. Phaedra is quick, almost as quick as me, okay? <laughs> and she tickles me. Phaedra asked Kate, okay, so what's our plan going forward? Kate, like, I know you fucking lying. What you mean? You've been here the whole time. Why am I making a plan? You ain't got one? Kate was trying to play father the leader, but Phaedra said, no, nah, uh, freeze tag, bitch. You it. You the leader. Phaedra did Kate like Beyonce told us about them visuals. You are the visual, baby. 
when they start discussing who to murder tonight, they consider some of Peter's pals. Kevin, because he's annoying. Peter, because he puts the dick in dictator. Trishel, because she, uh, well, because she, you know, the round table and because of them little funny hats, according to Phaedra. <laughs> Thank you, Phaedra, okay? If y'all listen to my last episode, you know I feel a little vindicated. I knew I wasn't the only one that thought them little hand-knit, raggedy-ass hats was trash. I don't know. I'm sorry, Trishel. Maybe you just don't have the head shape to pull off hats or berets or bonnets or, or roller curls or beneath. Hang it up, flat screen, plasma. 4K, goddammit, 8K, whatever they making now. I, I ain't got all them kind of Ks, but I got it a good TV, okay? That's all that matter. We get to the next morning, and of course, the survivors are flooding in one by one, two by two. Kate and Sandra are first, and they actually start talking, you know, a little bit of game, not that they're alone. She lets Sandra know that Peter told her that he knew poverty was a traitor, but still voted for Phaedra anyway. CT joins and he puts some spotlight on Peter as well for like all that little weirdo behavior he got going on recently. Peter already knows someone from his team is going home. He knows deep down it's either Trishel, Kevin, and John. He already knew that when he joined the group. When Phaedra and John come in, Peter asks Phaedra if they're good and she says, yes, let's not fight today. Baby, if only y'all knew. If only y'all knew y'all were finna give us WWE SummerSlam in February. During Black History Month, child. All this violence when Martin Luther King was talking about peaceful protesting. Y'all up here gang banging and, and slow singing and flower bringing during the month. We supposed to be learning all about our heroes. Well, I, hold on. Because I've been having a question that I've been asking people a lot. And I, have st I still ain't got no straightforward answer. Are the kids still doing Black History Month programs? Dressing up, you you know how we look, okay now. We used to dress them four-year-olds up as uh, Harriet Tubman and uh, <laughs> with a bonnet on and a big-ass dress and bring her ass out there on stage and she teach us about the Underground Railroad. The fuck? They don't do that no more. Had the kids uh, uh, dressed up as Sojourner Truth talking about I am, ain't I a woman? You not see, listen, y'all don't know about them black history programs. Y'all... Yeah, all these kids got left behind. That's why they're getting left behind because y'all don't do them damn black history programs no more. During Black History Month, y'all crazy. See, I don't like that. Anyway, uh, Trishel Poppins <laughs> is the last to come in. So obviously this means that Kevin is gone, murdered, deceased, cremated, uh, uh, playing kickball with Biggie Smalls, having Dance Off in Heaven with Julia Stiles from Say the Last Dance. Now, why? <laughs> Child, Julia Stiles ain't even dead. Why am I killing that lady during Black History Month? Uh, yes, Julia Stiles is black because of that movie, okay? She, she kept her white woman rhythm, but she black, okay? Miss Allen comes in, and he alerts the girls that they have a challenge coming up and that Kevin is pushing up daisies. Oh, Lord, after breakfast, we get C.T., Trishel, and Phaedra talking game. And C.T. and Phaedra are pointing fingers at Peter because of his suspicious behavior. Y'all now yet look. Y'all know about now Trishel. She don't play about Peter. That's hers, okay? She gonna stick beside him. After all this, Trishel, she goes and finds John, and she talks to him about how she's not looking forward to banishment. But John says that him... Trishel and Peter all need to stick together no matter what. Peter ends up joining this conversation and they decide they need to actually like move on. They need to go and get some more people to join them, not just stand around and, you know, chit chat about it. 
they decide on Sandra and CT. Now, this don't stay the plan the whole episode, but for right now, they're focused on Sandra and CT. So now, Peter's pals, they have a plan. They're going to convince CT and Sandra to be on their side with targeting Phaedra. Now, I know what you're thinking. CT, Sandra, they her best friends. Wrong, wrong, wrong. We'll get to that in a minute. Peter sets out to go work on CT, and CT lets it be known, I'll trust you, bitch. You be lying, playing all these smoke and mirror games, super confident one minute, then acting like, oh my God, what's going on? I'm so confused. I'm a victim. All at the next minute. They're literally, look, that's literally me at home, okay? Like, obviously, Peter is right most times, but... Something about his smug-ass face just makes me want to root against him. It's like Dora the Explorer. Like, I shouldn't be rooting for Swipe with a Fox, but why are you best friends with a monkey, Dora? Why are you best friends with a monkey? During Black History Month? I don't get that, but, you know, I'm listen, I, all I know is I'm going to keep hoping that uh, Swipe will do your ass like the Tender Swindler or like uh, my girl Anna Delvey. Anyway, they head out to an old church, and it's time for the mission. They put up, like, all nine of their names in these stained glass windows. And they have to take turns shooting at the windows with a stationary bow and arrow. So it's not like Katniss Everdeen, okay? They got to, like, keep it on the ground. Like, you know, when people used to shoot down in the castle, uh, like on Game of Thrones. <laughs> they got to do that. The last window left without getting hit by an arrow gets the shield, whoever's name is on their shield. And for every time they lose or don't hit a window, they lose $250 out of $25,000. Baby, they start taking turns. And when I say everybody is missing, everybody is missing. And it ain't even close. It gets all the way. Phaedra kicks it off. It gets all the way back around to Phaedra and without, like, you know, hitting anything. And Phaedra's like, okay, look, I'm going to change this, okay? She makes a strategy now. She's like, look, I'm going to do like this. We go, if we can't get one, we just go move side to side. We're going to do like that. She basically says it's easier to aim their crossbow left and right than it is up and down. So everybody's like, you know what? Yep. Things start looking up there and they're like, okay, we get it. We get it. We get it. MJ actually makes the first hit. She targets Sheree's window and then Phaedra gets Peter's window and then so on and so forth. Finally, they get to CT's window, which is one of the four windows left. Phaedra knows she needs to change strategy because can't nobody get CT's window. They just missing after missing, losing money after money, dollar after dollar. Phaedra knows she needs to change the strategy. So Sandra literally tells her across CT, like not keeping it a secret. She says, go for Trishel's window at the bottom and then we'll come back and go across the top and handle those. Not everyone hears this though. No one accepts CT. Phaedra announces this strategy, and obviously, Trishel is pissed. They waste a few shots, but then Trishel, they get the window. So, no shield for you, Helga Pataki. Sorry. Oh, bye, football head. Oh. Now we can focus on the top row again. And Phaedra hits Kate's window, so now it's down to CT and John. CT winds up getting the shield. See, I like when games are out in the open like this. I like when the traders know who has a shield so they don't have to waste a murder on nobody. Now, I want you to see. I want you to know who the viable candidates are, okay? I want you to know that Peter ain't got their shield, so if he somehow skipped this banishment, you can take his ass whoop, right out, Kate, okay? I don't know how this... Y'all, I'm so nervous. I don't know how this next episode is going to shake out, 
I don't know if my girl Phaedra coming back from this. I I just don't know. I'm 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 stressed out. Okay, I'm stressed out. Okay, I like when they put it all out there though. All the strategies out in the open. No more locked doors. I like it. Back at the ranch, it's time to do some pre-banishment strategizing. Peter's pals decide to switch from CT and Sandra to MJ and Sandra. So now they just alphabet hopping, basically. They pull Sandra during dinner, and she lets them know, okay, I'm, I'm down to hear some arguments. Peter goes to separate Phaedra from the rest of the group, and during this time, Sandra actually goes to tell the others that Peter is dead set on getting Phaedra out. So they try to, like, eavesdrop on this conversation. They're interrupted, of course, by Trishel, uh, uh, <laughs> Amelia Earhart looking ass, who comes in to plead Peter's case. Trishel tells them that Phaedra is definitely a traitor, but Kate pushes back and says why Peter is so damn suspicious. MJ, though, after this whole conversation wraps up, lets it be known that she is not a blind follower and that she's willing to hear arguments. Before we get to the banishment table, we see CT having an internal crisis. He knows what he heard, and he goes to tell Trishel, damn it, CT. And he basically decides to bring it up at banishment and betray Phaedra. Let me tell y'all something. CT, C, the letter that comes out the B, and T, the one that, they're gonna make you, the one that comes before you, okay, CT. The black community has had your back all season long. You chose to stab us in the heart during Black History Month. Why does every sentence that black people say in February end in during Black History Month? <laughs> like, CT, you could have easily kept that shit to yourself, but now you an op, okay? It's like the government introducing crack cocaine to the black community in the 70s. CT, you are a coke dealer, okay? Are you the one that was supplying the girls at Dorit's house? Okay, let me stop. Y'all, I'm, I'm going to get sued before this podcast. Oh, well, let me stop this shit. And y'all know Dorit and PK love a lawsuit, so... <laughs> Usually they're the ones getting sued, but that's a whole other story. Now we get to the best banishment table of the season. And that's a bold statement to make because Phaedra has single-handedly given us some amazing round tables. They back her into a corner and she windmills for her life every single time. Baby, she kicking and scratching and she get the motherfuckers up off of her. I love that. John kicks it off by giving this long ass uh, proclamation declaration and it's all aimed at Phaedra. He calls her a magnificent person but says you're absolutely a traitor. He names the following. He says two people banished as traitors named her a traitor. Secondly, she avoids error. He goes on and says some other stuff, but it's mostly like kind of pomp and circumstance, you know, like the breakfast stuff, all the kind of stuff they be saying in the past. So you know Phaedra is ready to fire back. Phaedra said, oh, you, you know, you speak so eloquently, but this is not parliament and we'd appreciate shorter speeches. Thank you. <laughs> and then she takes her attention off of John and she aims right at Peter. She says, look, you trying to uh, keep your bromance, Peter. Uh, he's the one that's wanting to work with the traders. And then we get that iconic line delivered when they start arguing about approach. We've been waiting for this line all damn season because we heard it in the trailer and we just knew Phaedra was coming to eat, okay? Phaedra said that Peter keeps wanting her to convince him that she's not a trader. And Phaedra, like, 
it's Black History Month. I'm not convincing a white man of shit. Okay, let me stop for real. <laughs> it's Black History Month. Let me stop. Okay. And then Phaedra tells him, look, okay, this is not The Bachelor. And I don't have to kiss your ass for a rose. Oh, Peter was gagged down, gagged down. Then she says he's playing a selfish game and that she's not going to answer to him for nothing. Oh, baby, that pissed Peter the hell off. Peter was mad. At, well, what he called mad. He barely blinked an eye, but he said he was so mad about it. That man was holding back tears and everything. Trying not to, he was trying not to call that lady a slur on national TV. But let, <laughs> I'm going to get sued. Let me, you know what? Let me end this podcast before I end up getting sued and have to uh, pay somebody some damn money. This the last episode of Reality and Comics 2 you'll ever hear, okay? They finally, you know, give it a rest a little bit because, baby, they was they was Tyson and Holyfield in the ring. They was, uh, 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 who was, they was Krishan and Tzatziki in the ring, okay? Even though Phaedra was doing most of the punching. Now, they, you know what? They was Tzatziki and E.T. Yeah, there we go. Phaedra was Tzatziki and Peter was E.T. Now, Peter got beat the hell up, but fighting anybody else, Peter could do what he needed to do, okay? That's, that's exactly how I put that. E.T. did what she needed to do at the Baddies reunion against everybody else, but going up against Phaedra, going up against Tzatziki, I don't know about all that. that. That ain't the fight you ready for. So now that they got a little reprieve, CT decides with his, uh, uh, <laughs> I almost said something. Let me stop. CT decides he want to speak up. He draws out a whole damn diagram on his little blackboard, a whole damn diagram. And he showed how the mission made it seem like Phaedra was trying to prevent Trishel from getting the shield. This honestly is probably the most convincing piece of evidence that they have, which is why the black congregation, we go fly up to Boston and Kicked CT in the nape of his neck before February ends. Now, if, if March get here, then you ain't got to worry about it. But if, if black people, if we can be on time for one damn time, we go get up there to Boston, CT. And we go, we, 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 damn it, we go jump from the top rope on the nape of your damn neck. All that damn, ooh, we, damn it, soapbox and molly wop, slap box, all that each. <laughs> Baby, they was going at it at the damn round table, but now it's time to vote. Phaedra, Sandra, Sheree, and Kate all vote for Peter. But Peter, Trishel, John, and CT's raggedy ass vote for Phaedra. CT, you ain't coming back from this. Oh, you ain't coming back from this. Not me mad because he right, though. <laughs> I'm mad at all y'all for being right, okay? I don't like that. I don't like that not one bit. I don't care about them being right. I care about who wins, okay? But now it's four to four. It all comes down to MJ, Phaedra's Bravo sister. Her shawls of sunset, senorita. Uh, that was the only S word I can think of. Shit, I don't know. Uh, 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 her, her, her pal, okay? I don't know. We, she cast her vote. She gets ready to turn that chalkboard around for us to see. And then we don't know what fucking happens because they leave us on a cliffhanger. I know you fucking lying to me. Y'all low down for that. Whatever editor did that shit, you low down. You a low down big back heifer, okay? You, you, uh, let me stop. You know what? Let me stop because Charlemagne was talking about how uh, Risa Tisa was doing all that big back behavior. And that's why she let Legion in her house. So let me stop, okay? <laughs> Y'all, I'm going to be sitting on pins 
and needles until Thursday, okay? Pans and needles until Thursday. Oh, Lord, I'm just nervous. Y'all go give me a five-star rating and review. Y'all go leave me a comment on Spotify. Y'all slide into the DMs and the emails. Just let me know. Just let me know what your thoughts are thinking, okay? What the thinking of the thoughts, the thinking of the thoughts. Just let me know all of that because, oh, I'm stressed out. I'm happy because we got a lot of Bravo people making it to the end. But and shout none of the big brother people. That's that's what's sad to me. None of y'all ass. I was you know I'm rooting for y'all and y'all could, couldn't even make it to the damn. Sure y'all couldn't make it halfway, but that's okay. Um, yeah, I'm just a little distraught, but I'll get over it. Y'all, that's all I got. I'm gonna get on out of here. Happy Black History Month, <laughs> and I'll see you. Oh, wow. You sat through that entire episode? Well, aren't you special? You deserve a treat. Why don't you head on over to Apple Podcasts or Spotify and leave me a five-star rating and review for free. Need to contact me? Email me at realitycomics2 at gmail.com. Follow me on Instagram for hilarious memes and up-to-date information about the podcast at realitycomics2. That's T-O-O. Reality and Comics 2 is a Cloud 10 and iHeartMedia podcast. This is Kendrick, and I'll see you. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.